are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked On Flames. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, one of the best tasting protein bars you will ever get your hands on. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today we are going to take a dive into the Flames opening games and what they can take away from those games to move forward. And be sure to follow and subscribe to Locked On Flames for free right now on your favorite podcast app. So you will never miss an episode. Your team every day. Hello, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I certainly did. And I had a blast watching the Flames. I thought that it was just a great weekend. (laughs) You know, they walked away with three of four points. And, you know, we're not going to talk about the Winnipeg game too much. But we're going to obviously highly focus on the Canucks game that happened on Saturday. And um, the Canucks game that we're looking forward to in just about, oh my goodness, um, well, tonight. (laughs) I don't remember what time puck drop is, but it is tonight. But shout shout out to the Flames penalty kill for just being so fantastic. Oh my goodness. I don't know if you watched the game, but Chris Tanev and uh, Gio were going crazy I think they had like a two minute like almost a three minute shift for um on one of the penalty kills and oh just it was great it was wonderful uh they shut out the Canucks three nothing Markstrom this struck me as very odd but Markstrom only has six career shutouts which feels criminally low considering how easy he makes it look. I don't know. I think that he had some amazing saves this weekend, and I know it's only two games and we can't get too ahead of ourselves, but Markstrom is just chef's kiss. (laughs) Sam Bennett really frustrated me this weekend. Um, I say this weekend as if it was more than one game. It was literally one game, but he was taking multiple penalties and not even in his own zone. And the general Twitter consensus was that wasn't good. So I'm not really sure what's going on with Sammy Boy, but, you know, might want to figure it out. And once again, we are going to give a round of applause to the penalty kill because I just, I don't understand how great they are. (laughs) I thought that it just looked fantastic. I, you know, they were able to kill every penalty and I believe the Canucks took, um, had four power play opportunities. I didn't write that one down. Sorry about that. But I just, it was exhausting watching them. <laughs> I, I just was watching Gio and Tanev and I was just like, Tanev, sorry, I am horrible at remembering pronunciations. But oh my god, I was just like watching them skate end to end and oh boy, that was just something. <laughs> but, you know, Gio really didn't look his age. He still looked pretty youthful and he certainly wasn't slowing anyone down. Uh, Tanev had uh, eight blocked shots, which I think is incredible. I know it's, again, only two games into the season, but eight blocked shots in one game, I find that very 
uh, very impressive. And, you know, he's not afraid to go out and uh, risk it all. <laughs> you know, block shots are kind of dangerous. We've seen it before, how uh, people's legs have been, just been snapped. And those pucks, listen, they don't look like they're coming at you fast, but I, I don't want to know what it feels like. <laughs> I don't. I simply don't. But good for him. And I know that people were kind of worried about that signing because, you know, he has a lot of mileage on him and injury prone, I guess you could say. Sorry, my coffee has not kicked in yet. It is nearly 1 p.m. So it's what? 11. It's like 11 a.m. for y'all. So it's still the morning. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's great. Again, only two games in small sample size, but I, I'm here for it. Um, I, there, (laughs) there was a moment in this game where I had to like, I don't even know. I had to like hold my breath because it was so beautiful. Like my breath was taken away and that was Mangiapane, uh, with his gorgeous backhander to Dylan Dubé on the power play for a goal I just, I literally, I I don't understand. It looked so flawless and it just literally took my breath away. But, you know, coming, (laughs) uh, that kid's coming into his own and I'm so happy for him. And I think that, you know, flame, the flames are going to look at his contract in a year and realize that they got him for a steal. Uh, the kid's wonderful. I, can't say enough good things about him and I you know maybe one day we'll get him on the show but coming up next we are going to take a deeper look into the Calgary Flames five on five play but first a word from our friends at bet online AG so we have the uh conference championships games coming up for the NFL and Tom Brady is going to be taking on Aaron Rodgers and the Bills are going to be playing the Chiefs. It's going to be a lot of fun. So head on over to Bet Online AG and throw some money down. There's one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for 50 for your 50% welcome bonus. Uh, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. You can find me at Jess Belmosto. One thing I noticed about the Flames was um, <laughs> the. Five on five, even strength goals, um, they kind of appear to be non-existent. But, you know, again, we're still, um, still, we're still early in the season, if I haven't mentioned that already. But, um, I am just so frustrated, I think is the right word, at how you can have so much talent on the ice and not score a goal. And, you know, I know it's, it's going to be hard to get them past Connor Hellebuck and Braden Holtby, but 
have you considered maybe switching it up a little bit and uh, doing a little bit more playmaking? Again, I don't, I don't make, I don't make the big bucks. So I don't, um, <laughs> I don't get to call these shots, but I'm on hockey reference right now and they are below average in just about every five on five, uh, stat analytic thing. Um, forgive me if I get this wrong. I am not a math girl. I am not someone who can remember all of these things. <laughs> so, uh, their shot percentage is almost a five and the league average is an 8.2. Good thing about their, this team is that their save percentage is higher than the league average. Uh, it, I just... I don't, I don't know. It's very frustrating because like I said, you know, like there, there are plenty of opportunities for them to score and they just, they just don't. <laughs> and I get it. Of course, it's going to be a little harder when, you know, there is that extra man when you're not on the power play and the penalty kill, I think is, is just fantastic, but something's got to be done about that five on five scoring. And I noticed the same with the Bruins and how nauseating it is to watch them go out and just be power play merchants. And, you know, everybody kind of says that about David Posternock and Austin Matthews and all that stuff. But I really think that the Flames have a chance to, you know, get settled in it and figure out a way to generate more scoring chances on a five on five. Um, you know, I feel like the team looks more confident when they have that man advantage but there is simply too much talent <laughs> on the Flames for them not to be scoring and not to be uh, shooting the puck, at, at least just shooting the puck. Because you know what? We can yell, shoot the puck all we want at our television since we can't be in the stands and stuff to yell it. <laughs> but oh my goodness, you guys, they really just need to get it together. <laughs> I would love to see them... With the audio, the fake fan, not fake fan, but you know, the the generated audio, it kind of just create a shoot the puck one, please. I would love to see that. And I think that would be really funny. But um, again, you know, we are only two games into it. I didn't look at last game's, I mean, last season's stats, because once again, nothing clicks with me until I start recording. But I am hopeful. I think that Jeff Ward does have a lot of tricks up his sleeve. It appears that he is working very closely with Brad Tree Living. So, you know, it, it seems like that they've got something going on. They've got some sort of work in the making. They, they, they have a plan. But coming up next, we are going to preview tonight's game against Vancouver again. But first, a word from our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar you will ever get your hands on, and I highly recommend it. We just got a package from them, and I was so excited to finally try the um, apple almond crisp, and I thought it was delicious, and I will definitely be adding that to my 
uh, repertoire and adding <laughs> to my next order. But they have six new flavors and 12 original flavors, including coconut almond, raspberry, peanut butter, banana bread, salted caramel, orange, coconut, peanut butter, brownie. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And they're great for anybody who is looking to maintain weight or lose weight. And they are keto friendly. Let's take a look at, uh, let's see, Cherry Barcia. That has 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. So, you know, that's pretty good. Pretty great. And you can head on over to buildbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off of your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Locked on Flames with Jess Belmosto continues. Don't forget to follow our show's Twitter feed at LO underscore Flames Pod. Brett Ritchie and Michael Stone have signed official deals with the Calgary Flames. Both are on uh, two-way contracts for a single year. I think Brett Ritchie's, I think they're both for 700000 which is nice. <laughs> you know, uh, Michael Stone just, I don't know what he has on Brad Tree Living, but just can't quit each other. And Brett Ritchie is getting another shot at the NHL. So good for him. Uh, both, uh, clear, or sorry, Brett Ritchie cleared waivers and Michael Stone is on waivers today. So they're probably both going to the taxi squad. The Flames announced that they are going with the same lineup from last game. You know, good. (laughs) You know, if it's broke, don't fix it. But right now we think their biggest weakness would be uh, Sam Bennett taking these penalties. I just, he's taking them left and right. And I just, can we give the the PK a little little bit of a break? I'm not asking for much. Just, just a teeny tiny break. (laughs) Um, I am a little worried for when these back-to-backs start happening. And I don't think we have any until uh, next month. Again, I don't have my calendar in front of me. But I am certainly interested to see how they're going to use Geo and what that's going to look like. But uh, my players to watch for this game would obviously be the same ones from last game. Markstrom, Mangiapane, and Tanev. uh, Tanev. And they're going to be the ones to watch for the majority of the season, really. Um, They bring something special to the team and... They all carry their own weight. Um, Jacob Markstrom has looked, again, fantastic. And he just he makes it look so easy to the point where I want to suit up and take pucks, like, right to the chest. Obviously, with proper goalie equipment. <laughs> um, they, all three of them, make it look easy. And it's so exciting to just watch them and to watch the Flames play uh, cohesively as they do. But I also kind of want to call out myself for um, downplaying the Ottawa Senators. They're not a team to sleep on this season. I think that they have done fantastic with their rebuild, and um, I don't want to write them off. I don't think that it's fair to write them off. They have played so well against the Maple Leafs in their first two games, and I think that, you know, they're kind of going to show everyone, like, hey, we, you were down and out on us for a long time, but we got you. We're here. We're here to show that we're actually a competitive team. 
And which makes the Canadian North Scotiabank North division <laughs> even more exciting to watch. So again, keep an eye out on the Senators. And I will have you covered for the Flames every day this week, Monday through Friday, your team every day. And be sure to tune in and I will see you all next time. Bye-bye.